Children are dismissed. I'm coming down here because I don't like stages. Does anyone feel the presence of God? Because I do. <laughs> so, I just try this. Um, we, let's see, like two months ago, ish, I think, something like that, um, I had felt God said we needed to do this teen service which everyone was hooping and hollering about that. Um, Not exactly, but kind of. Um, So then Miss Jen talked to Pastor Tim, and they said April 23rd. And so we've been planning and all this stuff. And um, I had spoke at the last teen service. And I'm like, I don't need to speak again. I don't need to do anything. And I wasn't getting anything to speak or anything. And then Tuesday night, I just got, like, whammed with stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, I hear you. I'll I'll talk. Um, And what I was hearing at that point in time was to wake up, which... I personally don't like waking up in the morning. It's very hard to get me out of bed. Um, And when I heard that, I'm just like, what else can go with that? Because I don't really know how to wake people up. I don't like waking up. I don't like waking other people up, mainly because they could be grumpy and all that stuff. Um saying um too much so uh there we go again um i'm just gonna pray real quick um about waking up and speaking to you guys so father god i pray that you would just come right now and fill us with your spirit and that you would fill me and that every word i speak is yours and it's not mine and that all this would be to your glory, and that we would open our ears and open our eyes to you, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so, as I said, I don't like waking up. But I'm not speaking about a physical waking up. We don't have... What I'm speaking about is a spiritual waking up of our spirit and opening our spiritual eyes and ears and all these senses to what is going on in the world. And that can be difficult, but it can be done. Because with Christ, all things are possible. And no matter what's going on in life or what's going on somewhere else in the world... God's going to take care of it. He has this big, huge, mega plan of what's going to happen and how things are going to work. So we don't need to worry about that. What we need to worry about 
is getting ourselves aligned with God to wake up so that we can start a fire in our country and in our state so that the world can see it. Because we are the lights of the world. But if we're not up, our fire is going to go out and no one's going to see us. A lot of the time, Christians make checklists. <laughs> They'll be like, okay, I went to prayer meeting Wednesday night. Check it off the list. I went on Sunday morning. Check it off. That is not, we're, that is not what we are here for. We are not here to be organized checklist people. We need to be We can be organized to an extent, but we also need to be creative and spontaneous in our life. Because God didn't make robots. He made unique people to do unique things. (laughs) And... um, I lost my train of thought. Let me get it back. (laughs) When we are doing these checklists, we're not actually um, thinking in our head or in our heart, oh, I'm spending time with God. We're just like, oh, I did this, so now I get a gold gold star for the week, for the week. that's wrong. That's wrong. We are people who have to be constantly in Christ. We were, when we accepted Christ and we get baptized, it's a representation of we are dying unto our sin and we're dying with Christ. And Romans 6 is all about that. I'm going to read you the first couple few verses of that. If you want to turn there, you can. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us, we were baptized into Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus' We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was, wa- was, raised, was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. That clearly states that when we... Exca- I cannot talk today. I'm sorry. Um, when we accept Christ, we are dying unto our sin and we are living in his newness. We are living in that new covenant. We are new wineskins. We can't be living in the past. 
And if we live in the past, that's going to make us fall asleep. Because we're like, oh, we have to do all this stuff. And then we get really tired of doing all this stuff. And then we fall asleep. And our spiritual eyes shut and our spiritual, spiritual ears don't hear anything. And that's not what we're here for. A way to get our eyes and ears open to what Jesus is saying, to what Jesus is doing, is to be with Jesus. It is to be constantly in his word, in prayer, in worship, in him, and talking to him. Constantly. We are, we are people who need him desperately. And when we don't, uh, when we don't commune with him, and we're just going to church and prayer meeting just to say, I went to it, we're going to fall asleep very fast and very quickly. And it's not going to be good because God want, God has a plan for you and he has a plan for all of us to do something in a whole. But we all have to be awake. If we're not awake, nothing's going to happen. So in our day-to-day life, we can be working and we can also be praying at the same time. We can have worship music playing at all times in our houses, in our rooms, in our jobs. I don't know what people do here. Um, for me, I can just be listening to worship music all day long. I can be praying. I can be blessing people that I don't even know. Yesterday, I was driving with my dad and... For some reason, I felt like every single person I saw, I needed to bless. I didn't go up to them or say anything. I just said, bless them, Lord, bless them, Lord. And I felt really happy. And I didn't know why, because I don't usually do that. Because I usually have one track mind of, ooh, we're shopping. Let's go look at stuff. As a young girl usually does. But I, w- I was seeing everybody. I was seeing people in cars. I was seeing things that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can go and do this. Ha! Ha! I was so happy to do that. And it was because I had been spending more time with Jesus, and then I could I saw that, hey, I have the power to do this. I don't have to just be like, oh yeah, I'm shopping. Let's just go and do this and not help other people. But that's what we're here for. We're here to help them. Find Christ. And if that's just even by doing a silent blessing prayer, then that's what we need to be doing. And Brian, I'm going to use your testimony from um, Firestorm, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, He went to Firestorm in February. We did all that. It was great. But before he had gone to Firestorm, he was constantly on his phone looking at Mustangs. What better could he be doing? I love you, Brian. But um, So then he goes to Firestorm, and God says, I want your in-between time. And he's just like, okay, whatever. Go ahead, do whatever you want, kind of thing. So then he gets back, and 
he was looking at his Mustangs, and he heard it again, right? Oh, you just stopped. Okay. See, I'm glad you're here. (laughs) But so he just completely stopped looking at his phone at Mustangs and started listening to worship music, listening to speakers, and there was a drastic change in his life. And now he's closer to God, and he's more awake to spiritual things because he's given his whole dedicated time to Jesus. And that's what we need to do. Constantly, when we want to go on the computer, just for random things. Nope, stop. And I'm not saying that computers or TV or electronics are bad. I'm just saying... We need to give more time and dedicated time to Christ. Because when you are around someone and you're with someone and you're talking with someone all the time, you start to act and you start to do things like them. I had a friend once that wore pink all the time. And I hate the color pink, but I started to wear pink because I was around her constantly. And then I looked at myself, and I'm like, why in the world am I wearing pink? I hate pink. Because I do. I, I really don't like that color. But, but so if we're around God, and we're in his word, and we're praying to him, we're going to start doing stuff Jesus did. We're going to be able to go and heal someone. We're going to be able to just go and say something to some random stranger, and they're going to be like, oh my goodness, I don't know you. How did you know that? All that stuff. And it's because we're spending time with the Lord. Jesus is our greatest desire. And if he's what we want the most, then we need to go after it. And if we don't go after it, we will go asleep. And we we won't be doing what we need to be doing. But if we go after him, we're going to start waking up. And we're going to start seeing spiritual things happen. And it's because who is God? He's God. He's, he's fully man and fully God. And he can do anything with a snap of his finger. So we're going to see all that because we're spending more time with him. And if we, as I said, if we spend more time... We're going to start acting like Jesus. And in those WWJD moments, we're going to do what Jesus did. Thank you. Um, And when I felt like all these songs, like, we are his portion and we are his prize. He's coming after us. Well, he is our portion, and he is our prize, so we need to be going after him. (laughs) When... Sorry, I lost my thought again. And since we're going after him, whenever we do fall away or fall into sin and we start going downwards, he's going to pick us right back up. 
because we're not going to lean on our own understanding. We're going to lean on his. And when we're leaning on his, not ours, things will work out no matter whether or not we understand it. Because he is our God and he is our creator and he is our father and our friend. And he loves us so much that he is willing to sacrifice himself for us. Willing to die on a cross, the most painful way of torture to die in those days. It probably still is one of the top something or others of pain. He did that for us. So we need to be doing that for him. That's also my opinion. I'm not sure how you guys feel on that. Um, But we need to be dying unto going on the computer for hours upon time. Watching TV for hours upon time. And I'm not saying that I've been doing this. Trust me, I do way too many electronics at all times. It's not very good. Hi, Father. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Daddy's here. Um, And I'm trying to challenge myself to do that, which I'm starting the challenge today. Um, Because I haven't done it that much week. (laughs) But I just want to make it known that um, the church for quite a while has been like a sleeping giant, and the devil knows that if this giant awakens, he's not going to be able to beat them. So he is constantly, constantly, constantly trying to keep us asleep. He's playing lullabies. He's rocking us. And we're not going to take it. We're just not. We are going to wake up. And we are going to fight. Because when we wake up, we are alive and well in Christ. And Christ is in us. So we have the power. We have the power now. We've had it years ago. But we've just been asleep. We haven't noticed But he is in us, so we have the power to wake up and to go tell the the devil and the demons, get out, you don't belong here. In the name of Jesus, you go, because they will leave. They know that we can conquer them in seconds. In the sound of a snap, we can conquer them, and they don't want that. So they will run, and they will flee. And they will try to become bigger. They will try to tempt us. But we're not going to let that happen because we're constantly going after Christ. We are constantly reading his word and praying and listening to worship music. We give him our in-between time and things are going to change. We give him the time when we're working or we're doing school. We're praying during our, our work and our school. We're listening to worship music or Christian music while we do that, and things are changed. When we have our free time, we choose instead of watching TV or playing on the computer to go read our Bible, to go listen to music, to go listen to a speaker on YouTube. Yes, that is an electronic, but 
you're doing something um, productive out of that. But that's what God wants because he is constantly, constantly, constantly going after us. And he wants us to constantly, constantly to go after him. He's the amazing creator. He doesn't have to love us. He doesn't have to have created us. He could have just left us. And we could have just... He could have even made us robots. We're just like, we love God, we love God. But now we have a choice. And we have our opinions. And we need to choose him. Because he created us. And he loves us with all of his heart, with all of his mind, with all of his strength, and with all of his soul. So we need to love him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, and with all of our soul. Because when we do that, there will be a drastic, drastic change. And like last week, worship service, the worship was amazing. And it was because all of our hearts had opened. We had felt the songs. We felt them being impressed in us. And we, we worshipped him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, and all of our strength. And there was a drastic change. The spirit was so heavy I didn't know what to do. I started crying. I went up in the middle of worship and said something. That's not me. I'm not a person to do that. I feel it's very rude. <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> but that's because there was a change. The Holy Spirit was with us. He is with us. He's with us all the time. But because we're not fully awake, we don't always see him. And we won't always feel him. But once we go after him, we're going to be feeling more things, seeing more things. We're going to be seeing healings. And people come to Christ who were just not very nice people. They're going to come to Christ. And it's because we, the church, are coming together and going after Christ. And once we wake up and see that, there's going to be so much power in this church that like Greenwood Mennonite, Maranatha, any other churches that are in their Mennonite thingy, Majigger. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Yes, think of Majigger. I like saying that. But they're going to see the change, and then they're going to want it. And then they're going to go after Christ, and they're going to get it. And another church is going to want it, and they're going to go after it, and they're going to get it. We have to start the chain reaction. And the starting of the chain reaction is a church body waking up. And when we wake up, the reaction will start. And there's going to be a huge fire that goes across Delaware and into Maryland or New Jersey or Pennsylvania or whatever state. It's just going to go and go and go. And I have nothing else to say.
All right, I'm just going to prepare the way for Stan a little bit. Um, what I felt like the Lord was laying on my heart was um, first to seek first the kingdom of God and everything will be added to you. So every problem that we have, seek first. Don't worry. I don't know about you guys, but I get, um, I tend to get like really, I tend to stumble more when I'm under stress and worry than anything else because I just worry, 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 think, 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 worry, worry, worry. And he's like, you know, why are you worrying? Um, Another thing, sorry, I'm shaking. Um, Holy Spirit, I just want to invite you here today to just captivate our hearts and just just open us up to what you're trying to do here, that we would be able to leave all of our shame, all of our, um, our worry, all of our guilt, that we would be able to leave it with you. And that, Lord, that our hearts would be opened and our ears and eyes would be open to revelation of what you're trying to say to this body and to this community. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, what I felt like the Lord would much rather us live and learn by revelation rather than tribulation. And for me, it's easier sometimes to learn through, I shouldn't say it's easier, I tend to learn more through tribulation because I'm stubborn. So, <laughs> so I learn the hard way um, a lot of things. And um you know, the past few days I was watching that Finger of God and Father Lights and um, there's another one, Furious Love, I think. And um, I'm shaking because I'm really passionate about this and I really feel like the spirit is like heavy on me right now. But I feel like along with what Caitlin was saying, like there is an awakening that needs to happen. Like there's so much apathy in the church to just, like, get by day to day of our mundane, you know, tasks and things like that. And um, there's so much more that we're not really tapping into and that we're not really seeing. We, we think, oh, yeah, that can happen in Africa, but, you know, that can happen here. It's just that we're not dependent on him, you know. If I get a headache, I can go take ibuprofen. Or I can, you know, go do whatever I need to do. I don't need to seek first him. I don't need to seek first the kingdom. Um, another thing I wanted to say is that God is not in control. God is not in control. He is in charge, but he is not in control. He can be. He can interfere in certain things. Miracles can happen. But we are the ones who are in control. We are the ones who have been given authority. So the picture that the Lord had given me was if someone, okay, Donald Trump's our president. And if someone were to get pulled over for a DUI or something like that, how silly would it be of that officer to be like, all right, Donald Trump, you got to come take care of this because, you know, I, I can't. No, like he would be fired. Like, you know, you've been given authority to lock that person up, put the handcuffs on him, charge him, and take him away. We've been given the same authority 
over sickness, over our finances, over our relationships, over our minds, over our hearts, over our will, our emotions. So sometimes I find myself crying out to God, and I'm like, God, just pour your spirit out on me. Help me. I can't do it. With that. And sometimes I really think that he's just like, Amber, it's in you. You got it already. Like, just, you need to learn how to let it out. It's not that we need more of him. It's he's, we need to prime the pump. We need to learn how to let him out. Um, Phew. Um. I think that, um, you know, just accountability. And, you know, I'm not a very mature Christian. I'm not someone who is like the holy of the holies. But I love God. And he's changed my life. He saved my life. And he saved me from so many fears and torments. And, you know, we got to get out of this performance-based Christianity where... God is not looking for perfect people who are moral and who don't cuss and don't drink or smoke or chew or run with those that do. That is not his heart. His heart is that he wants to know your heart and he wants you to know his heart. Um, you know, and when, and you don't need to worry about the morality issue because when, when you're so overtaken by love, you don't want to hurt him. And you don't want to want to, you don't want to hurt your body. You don't want to, you don't, you're not even thinking about that. It's just your, your walk changes by accident, I guess. You're not even focused on that. And, um, you know, God's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for someone who's willing to, willing to just let him come in be his, be your friend, and move through you. Um, one more thing, and then I'm going to let Stan the man come in. Um, you know, watching those series, it really, I was thinking about, I was like, how come we don't see this in, like, church and every day? Like, how come we still have sick people? How come, how come, how come? And I'm, like, thinking about all this, and, you know, it's, some people may disagree, but for me, it's easier to pray for you guys when you're sick because I feel like you expect me to pray for you because I'm a Christian and I believe in healing and things like that. But what God was showing me is that, you know, Amber, you need to get out of your comfort zone of waiting for Because when I run into, like, a drug addict or... Um, a psychic medium or someone like that that I know that, you know, needs the Lord, I'll be like, why don't you come to Gateway? Because <laughs> yeah. then I don't really have to do anything. But God is looking for people who will love outside of their boxes. And sometimes this church becomes a box. And we have to learn how to, we were talking about yesterday, we have to learn how to yield to the Spirit of God in the line of Walmart at the Red Box, at, you know at the restaurant, whatever, you know, wherever we're at, that we are bringing the kingdom and we can advance 
the kingdom wherever we go. Um, so I'm just going to pray and let Stan come up here. Thank you, Father. And I, um, Lord, I just pray that any apathy, any de- any depression, any hindrance that would cause us, Lord, to not seek your face more and seek the kingdom, that it would be broken off right now. Father, that we would have a revelation of your love as our dad, as our daddy, as our papa, whatever we would call you, that our heart cries your name, and that we would just be so undone in love and radically changed from this day forward and bring your kingdom to this world wherever we go. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, about a month ago, um, the Lord started giving me a giving me a word, and at first it was for me, but then then He started giving it. Then He said, "No, it's not just for you." He said, "It's for the whole for the whole church." And um, what I seen. And I'm not going to be long, so so just 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 bear with me. Um, uh, what I seen is myself in a in a well, and it was full. It was full of water, and um, and it was like like I was in the bottom of the well, and it was and it was full and it was full of water, and I could not literally could not breathe, um, because it because it was so full. And, um, and what the Lord showed me, um, was the well starts underground and then it comes up and it fills up and it fills up to the top to where it's running over the top. And, um, you know, and there's a scripture that says spring up a well, a well in the, in the Bible. And, um, you know, and, um, what the Lord was showing me was, um, Abraham and in Abraham's time, they would go dig the wells, and then people would come back and bury the wells the next day, and they had to dig all that out, had to dig it all out, and they they would have to do that every single day, and um, the Lord was telling me that th- that that time is over, that that the well is not going to be buried, that the well that is running in this church. That the, the Holy Spirit that is running in this church is not going to run out because it's in, it's in an overflow. It's 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 in an overflow. And he um, he gave me a scripture which is in Isaiah twelve three, and, and it says, "With joy, you 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 will you will draw water from from the wells of salvation." And um, a couple a couple weeks ago. I had to draw from that well. Um, and sometimes we got to draw from the well. You know, the woman went to the well and she was thirsty. And God gave her a drink. And, you know, he just keeps showing me gateway is a well. And it's full. And it's running over. And it's going to keep running over. And it's going to keep running over. And it's not going to stop because, because, because what he's doing here is he's, He's given us the, the 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 well of the Holy Spirit, which which is coming from the underground, you know, and it's running up all the way over top, and um, you know, and that's what and that's what I've seen, 
And in those times, sometimes you got to go to that well and you got to draw from that well. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had to draw from that well because, because sometimes we get dry and we get empty and we need to draw from, from, the, from the well. We need to draw from, from the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, and that's what we need to do. And sometimes we, we, we won't go to that well. Sometimes we'll just keep, we'll keep going through that dry season, dry season, dry place, dry place. And God's like, the well is right, right here. And all we've got to do is come to, come to the well. And, um, you know, and that's what, that's what he was showing me. Um, so, so what, what I want to do is, um, whoever, whoever wants, wants prayer or wants, um, uh, just needs a refilling because the well is here. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit has been here for weeks and weeks. I've been, I, 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 I've been here and I've felt literally, the presence of God is so strong that I could not move, that I could not do anything. I've been, I've been, I've been in prayer services here, sitting right there, and the Holy Spirit was so strong. I was so scared to move because I didn't want to. I didn't want to scare it away. And I, and and personally, I, th- I I don't think I I think I think it was an angel because I was I was so scared to do anything, like. It was that strong, and I've never, I've never experienced the Lord that strong in my life, and um, you know, so I feel like some people in here need a refilling, like, like, like you've been going and going and going and going through life, and life sometimes gets us drawn out, um, you know, and that's that's what I'm feeling, and if you know, if you want prayer, um, you can come up here and get prayer if you feel like you want to go, you can go, you can do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to, I'm going to stay up here because I, because I want to pray for people because I know in my spirit that people, people, people in here need prayer because life has been beating us down, you know, and we got to draw from, draw from the Lord. We got to draw from the spirit. And, um, you know, and that's, that's the only thing that's going to, that's going to keep, this awakening and revival going. And that's one other thing I'm going to share, and I'm going to be done. Um, about a month ago, you know, because everybody keeps speaking about a revival, and the Lord said, no, I'm, I'm not doing a revival. The Lord said, I'm beginning an awakening. And, and the difference between an awakening and revival is an awakening is just not for, for the church. An awakening is for the city. Awakening is for the nation. Awakening is for the world, and that's what God's doing. He's not just calling people out, of the, out from from the church. He's calling people from out, out there that, that, that don't know the Lord, and that are in the world. And he's call, he's calling them because he wants them. He wants them to do work. Um. So, I just want to say that I believe the awakening is not beginning. I believe the awakening has begun. So. I'm going to put this thing down, and I'm going to stay up here, and whoever else wants to come up here, and um, can we can get the worship, the worship team to come back up here? Um, and I'm just going to stick up here, stick, stick around up here, and whoever else wants to come up here and, and pray. Amber, I want you to come up here because you're supposed to be praying for people for sure. Um, uh, and we're just going to pray for you. We're going to pray, pray. We're just going to pray for you, so.
And for healing, too, um, there's something about you stepping out in faith to pray for someone as a prayer minister. But there's also something about us not sitting and waiting for someone to come to us for healing or for baptism of the Holy Spirit or any of these things. Like there's a there's an accountability on your end sometimes where press in, contend for it. If you need healing in your body, press in, contend for it, come forward. Let us pray for you. Let us give you a prophetic word, whatever you need, whether it's emotional healing or you're struggling with fear or whatever, you know, just don't be afraid to come forward.